Welcome to the Resume Interviewing and Job Search Podcast. We are Dan Borsma and Jeff Schwartzman, founders of Resume.com and search firm Laguna Source. This is the second of a series of weekly interviewing and job search podcasts. Our podcast will focus on interviewing topics followed by our 10 interviewing questions in five-minute segment, and we'll conclude with our job search tip of the week. Let's begin by mentioning Resway and why we decided to build the site. We've been recruiters for over 12 years. We see so many great job seekers fall short on their job searches by working with an outdated, poorly formatted, and poorly written resumes. We feel the need to help job seekers quickly improve their resume on their own using a free and interactive site. Resume is built from a recruiter's perspective and is fighting unemployment by showing you how to position yourself properly in a job search. We integrate resume templates and formats which are most recognized and preferred by employers. Resume's groundbreaking technology lets you upload your current resume, recognizes the key components of your resume, and allows you to quickly and simply rebuild your resume with minimal to no data entry. This is a first for the industry. We also see so many great job seekers fall short on their job searches by not preparing themselves for interviews and conducting their job search to the max. That's why we've integrated job search tips, tools, and content within Resume.com on our blog, FightUnemployment.com, and our weekly podcast series. This week's topic is preparing for the interview. A lot can be said every time we talk to a job seeker going on an interview, we always say, prepare for the interview, be sure to prepare. Well, what does that actually entail? You can do a lot on the internet before the interview, and you should definitely do your due diligence with all the resources available to you. All right, I think that uh, you know it starts where you have to go to the company website and don't just look at the home page and really, really dig through the website. I mean, go to the company history, you know, look at the management team, uh, you know, figure out what products they uh, create or manufacture or support, uh, look at whom they're partners with, um, look at what types of technologies they use, look at, you know, look at the company culture. You can find that out from the website, like the charities or uh, community involvement. Uh, you know, you can also look at, you know, from the public companies, you know, going to like Yahoo Finance. Uh, you know, looking at their uh, you know, stock information uh, and, and the recent headlines. Go to Yahoo Finance. I find Yahoo Finance to be the best formatted uh, financial site. You can see the profile. It gives you the business summary. Um, it's a quick one-paragraph summary um, and a snapshot on what the company does. A um, couple key facts you always want to look at, market cap. Uh, the market cap tells you is a real good snapshot on how big the company is. And really what a market cap is, is the stock price multiplied by the shares outstanding. And that gives you a sense of how much the company is worth. So any company that's over a billion dollars is pretty big. Um, anywhere between, you know, under $100 million, uh, I would say, is, is small. And, you know, $100 million to a billion is a mid-sized company. Um, check the stock price, get a good feel for the stock's uh, history over the last year, last six months, uh, last three months, and historical. Um, you can also check the headlines, and this includes all the press releases or major press releases about the company. Plus, you'll also see a lot of um, commentaries and uh, what other companies think or what other investors think about the stock, which um, is always uh, very good to know about. There's always a lot of good information you can pull from these uh, press releases. Um, go through the financials. Uh, the financials would include the income statement, uh, both the annual and quarterly reports. Um, from the income, income statement, this is where you can get a good snapshot of their sales, which is the revenue, um, and also find out if the company is profitable, um, both, again, annually or on a quarterly basis, and this is the net income. 
Yeah, and I, I mean, this information too, it's not just for your personal knowledge. Um, you know, a lot of companies are struggling. Uh, you're you going to want to, you know, get some questions for the interview, uh, you know, from this information because you want to make sure you're making a good decision in your next position, not just taking a job for the sake of collecting a paycheck. And I think employers and, you know, the people that interview really appreciate the fact that you're doing your homework and um, it's, it, it really benefits you in multiple ways. Yeah, I work with so many job seekers who consistently ask me what's the company's financial situation. And again, I can't stress enough, going to the financial section in Yahoo Finance, looking through the income statement, balance sheet, and cash flow statement will give you a great snapshot on the revenues, uh, sales, profitability, and also cash position. You can find out the cash position through the balance sheet. Um, one more thing you should look for in Yahoo Finance is their competitors. It get, usually gives about three to four to four main competitors, but at least those are the ones that are going to be the, the key ones. And uh, again, you know, get a good feel for your competitors um, and and what the sizes are in, in the financial statement of the competitors. Yeah, I also think you know by looking at the competitors, you can always then too go to the competitor websites and see if they have any similar jobs that are open that might fit your background. Uh, so if you're interviewing for one company, it's always nice to create some you know, uh, competition, if you will, for yourself uh, by seeing what other jobs are out there. Yeah. And apply to those companies as well. Why not? Sure. Sure. Um, another thing, too, is, you know, it's really easy to find people's information on sites like LinkedIn and Google. Uh, what you should do is, you know, type in, you know, whomever you're going to be meeting, their first and last name, see if they have a profile on LinkedIn. If they don't, you know, put their first and last name in parentheses on Google and also put the company information, uh, you know, see what comes up on the search engines. Uh, that way you kind of have a good idea of their backgrounds. Uh, you may have some people in common that you know as well. Uh, that's a great uh, use of the uh, World Wide Web. Interviewing questions. This is the most important thing you can do is come prepared with a list of questions uh, to the interview. Uh, I would say at least five to ten uh, what you, this what this is going to do is prove that you are a subject matter expert um, with all the areas that the question involves, and that you did your homework by asking good questions. Uh, look at the job description, for example, and start um, by just going line by line in the job description and start asking questions about. Uh, for example, the technology that's going to be used, or the people that you'd be working with. You know, who would I be working with on a day-to-day -day basis? How would I use X technology on in, in this job on a day-to-day -day basis? Um, Dan, any other ideas on the questions? Well, I also think you know when you're doing your homework, uh, you know you don't have, always have to get all these questions answered in the first interview. Uh, if you have 15 questions, uh, remember the interviewer is under a timeline as well, and uh, you want to make sure that you rank them in order of importance uh, so that way, you know, whatever ones you don't have done, you can always maybe send a follow-up email and say, hey, just had a few other questions after the interview. It gives you another reason to, uh, you know, have correspondence with the interviewer. Sure. And one, one last thing is you always want to have questions on a list. If they always, a lot of times the interview will end by the interviewer asking you, do you have any more questions for me? This is your chance to say, yes, I do. Actually, here are two, three more that you can uh, that you can rattle off at that point. And that's going to show that you, again, are engaged and interested in the position and, of course, came prepared. All right, next time, next, our next segment is our 10 interview questions in five-minute segment. This is a weekly segment where we single out 10 common interview questions and give the best answers in five minutes. All questions and answers are from the Interview Pro iPhone app. It contains over 65 interview questions and answers, is only $1.99, and is a must-have tool for anyone going through an interview process. It's great. I use it all the time. 
and uh, we advise our candidates to download it, to, you know, to view the information, uh, just to you know give them a Q and A, get used to the interview process. A lot of times when you're in an inter interview process, you're sitting in a lobby or you're waiting between uh, interviewers to come meet with you in a conference room. It's a great handy tool just to brush up uh, while you're waiting, and uh, it's very, very easy to use. Yeah. In addition, you can always listen to this podcast on the way to your interview as well. I mean, that's, that's what we're talking about here. This is you know, relevant information. Question number one, what kind of grades did you get in college? Well, the answer here should be I was a good student and worked hard in my class. I also worked part-time during school, so I had to balance my schedule accordingly. I wanted to balance my education with real-world experience. I was also active in debate, sports, counseling, student government, etc. What books or magazines do you read? The best answer would be a trade journal that is related to the company's industry. You should show how you keep up to date on products, services, and trends in the industry. The books that you read tell the interviewer something about your personality. Do not say, I don't like to read. Question number three, which adjectives would you use to describe yourself? You should be positive and use work-related adjectives. Good examples are hardworking, honest, and courteous. Question four, what do you consider most valuable, a high salary or job advancement? Ooh, tricky question, Jeff. You should not choose one over the other. If you choose the high salary, then you are considered short-sighted. If you choose job advancement, then you are viewed as insecure about your indifference to money. I think a good example would be, I think both salary and advancement are inseparable. I believe that success and the associated job advancement will lead to greater financial rewards. Question five, have you been fired? Well, this is a really difficult question to answer. I mean, if you have been fired, uh, usually most people get fired over personality issues rather than their competency. Uh, make sure you handle this question with maturity. Uh, I think that will really help you gain the respect of the interviewer. You must show that you have huge potential regardless of your past termination. Just make sure you don't insult your former managers. It's a poor reflection of your character. Question six, tell me about your least favorite manager. Again, a trick question. The interviewer is baiting you to make a negative statement about your former employer. Do not fall into this trap. Otherwise, the interviewer may get the impression that you don't get along with other people or that you blame others when things don't go as planned. You should choose an example that's not too negative and focus on what you learn from the experience. Here's a quick example. In a former job, I had a manager who was always very busy. If you walked into his office and asked a question, he made me seem like I was bothering him. My coworkers and I learned to help each other instead of going to our manager. I would have preferred that my manager made himself more available to us. Good example. Question seven, how long will it take for you to make a contribution to our organization? It, for this question, you have to let them know that you can contribute day one. It won't take me long to contribute because of my extensive experience, transferable skills, and ability to learn. Even though you, you wanna show the employer that you are able to learn on the job, um, no employer wants to train um, any more than they have to. And again, you have to stress that you can contribute day one and learn on the side. You could say, I, I can read books at home on my own time. Uh, but again, you have to demonstrate that you're ready to contribute day one. Question eight, are you overqualified for this position? This question is actually relevant uh, to the current economic situation. We see a lot of candidates um, who are looking to get into the back into the workforce who are interviewing for positions that may be one step or a half step um, 
below their last position. So yes, they may be a little bit overqualified, but at the same time, they're gonna do a great job and they do need to get back into the workforce. Uh, the best way to answer this question is let them know that a strong company needs a strong person. You should mention that your organization will receive a faster return on their investment because you have more experience than required. Question nine, what qualities are important for a successful manager? Focus on two words, leadership and vision. Leadership is the key quality in a successful manager. The manager should set the goals and direction for their employees. This person should inspire others to reach their highest potential. Question 10. How would your former manager describe you? This question is designed to shed some light on your character. The interviewer wants to find out if you have a good understanding of how you are perceived and how your behavior interacts and impacts the team. Your answer should illustrate your strengths, such as teamwork and interpersonal skills. I think a good example of this is be, uh, I know my manager and coworkers consider me to be hardworking. In fact, my coworkers often thank me for the extra hours I put in. However, make sure you indicate that the extra hours were productive hours and not just the result of poor time management. Now we're going to talk about what not to do on a job search. We see so many things that uh, kill a job search for a candidate, whether it be uh, from their resume or just from the interview process, and we want to highlight a couple things not to do so that you can improve. The first thing would be is send your resume in a Word document. Don't send your resume in PDF. Uh, don't fax it in, don't mail it in, and definitely don't certify mail it in. Yes, uh, somebody recently sent Dan a resume via certified mail. He gets a notice. He thought it was a check, so he went down to the post office first thing in the morning, only to find out that the check that he was expecting was not a check. It was a resume. Of an unqualified candidate. That should have been sent in by word. Yeah, it just email it to me. That way I can parse it into my Apple yeah. tracking system. And it would then determine, and I would also determine, if you're appropriate fit for the job. And also, you know, we, we probably would have a job for this person later on. It could be three weeks, could be a month down the line. But if this person would have sent their resume through Word, they'd be in our applicant tracking system to be found later. Um, sending it through certified mail um, is going right to the trash. Yeah, I think, I think another thing not to do is, is make sure you don't talk too much uh, and make sure you listen, uh, especially during the initial you know, phone interview. Uh, instead of talking too much, come prepared to the interview, armed with great questions. Yeah, and again, um, a phone interview, the, the person during a phone interview, the person uh, conducting the phone interview has a set amount of questions, say five questions they want to get through in 15 to 30 minutes. Okay, uh, another thing what not to do is uh, don't use a poorly formatted resume. Uh, make sure your resume has the appropriate keywords, make sure it's you know formatted correctly with... You know, don't use multiple fonts, crazy font colors. Uh, make sure you list the dates, month, and year on your resume. Uh, and that way, again, it can be both viewed and parsed or digitized into their applicant tracking system. Yeah. Check out our site, resume.com. Upload your resume. You'll instantly optimize your resume. It only takes about 10 minutes, and it's free. And I guarantee you, you're going to like your new resume. It's very easy to use, and employers like it. We also have a new Facebook application where you're able to go to resume.com and use Facebook to invite your colleagues uh, to give you a thumbs up or comment on your resume and their experience working with you. Yes, this is our job search tip of the week. Rev up your resume. Uh, it's very easy to use. Uh, we're very excited about our new product. We're actually officially launching uh, in a couple days. Um, all you have to do is upload your resume to resume.com. 
Uh, simply optimize your resume and create your own online profile with your vanity URL. And then use Facebook. You can invite your colleagues to give you a thumbs up or comment on their experience working with you. And again, we're, we're working with Facebook where you can leverage over 300 million Facebook users, the largest social network in the world. And the people um, who you have worked with can comment on your resume or give a thumbs up directly on your resume. Now there'll be two, uh, it'll be a revved up version as well as the Word resume. Uh, Word resume will be the uh, standard uh, resume that you upload, but the revved up version will also be able to be viewed uh, by potential employers. And what's nice here is that you can now add a link to your resume URL uh, either on your cover letter or on your Word resume. And when you submit your resume for a position, now employers can view your Word resume alongside your revved up resume with easy to view recommendations. They can see the people that you've worked with and what they have to say about you or simply that they liked working with you um, with a thumbs up. That's it for our second podcast. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, again, please check out our blog, fightunemployment.com and, of course, resume.com. And thanks again to the Interview Pro iPhone app. Uh, download it on iTunes for $1.99. It's great. It's a great tool which will help you on your job search. Thanks again. Scott.